Hey yo, people! Welcome back to another episode of Concerto. This Concerto episode uh, sixteen. You know the drill. Follow us on Twitter at Concerto One. We all uh, well try to post like funny stuff, reactions, you name it. We try to post it. But anyways, we got just a kind of a stack show rundown. So uh, we're gonna talk about the stack dynamite card tonight. Should the brand split end? Tony Khan's independent study WWE UK show. Cody is now a star and. The state of wrestling T-shirts. This is uh, my favorite uh, preview. The state of wrestling T-shirts. The state of wrestling, like it's like it's, it's more grand than the state of the union for the entire United States. That's how grand it is. Very much. Well, I don't know. Must <laughs> <laughs> be honest. I'll call them wrestling T-shirts grand. I don't know if I get behind who that. We'll watches get to that the later. State of the union, but who I... watches the state of wrestling T-shirts? Honestly, I trust someone watching the State of Wrestling t-shirts more. Um, but we got a lot to get into. We will get into those wrestling t-shirts, I'll tell you that much. And um, But we're going to start with the Dynamite card tonight because, ooh, it is looking great. Yep, it is It is stacked like an Easter basket on Easter. I'm currently munching on some Easter candy myself, but let's get right into the stat card on Dynamite. Yeah, we let's start with the lower tier matches. We want to build up here, you know. Yeah, Marina Sh- uh, Shafir is gonna finally make her dynamite debut, which is good build up to her match with um, Jade Cargill. She's gonna face Sky Blue. Um, good luck, Sky Blue. I think she's gonna get squashed. It's uh, yeah. I would love to know just how good she is, but I don't think I'm ever gonna get a hint of that unless I watch Dark. Um. MJF is going to try to get his uh, loss back against Captain Sean Dean. Ooh, that could be interesting. I mean, uh, we, squash. All, we all remember CM Punk coming down and giving Sean Dean the GTS. So the, the role model has been training for this match by sitting on his couch, petting his cat. That's how not worried he is about this guy. I, fair enough. I mean, it was a DQ loss because CM Punk did CM Punk things. But also, don't overlook the captain. John Dean does technically have a win over him, so I wouldn't want to make that does. two That's right. wins over him. All right. Now, those are two matches where I can assume we're going to have squashes. <laughs> now for the rest of this fun show, because this is where it gets good. J- Jurassic Express is going to face Red Dragon for the AEW World title, Tag Team titles. That is going to be a killer match. Um, Young Bucks are nowhere to be seen on the card. Can only imagine how they'll play into this. All right. Oh, do you see the do you see the belts changing hands? I don't. I, I mean, we've only it, seen them change once on free TV the past year. So, if we see them change hands, it's to convince everybody that it will be changing hands from Hangman at some point too. Because that, if you have that you have to give adam cole the title right yeah you have to have the undisputed air draping gold essentially yeah so that match again could go either way i see it going jurassic express's way but um this is what AEW is really good at is i'm not sure it'll happen we we are not sure it's gonna happen it should i don't know i wouldn't say it should happen but red dragon's just been dead on arrival honestly the undisputed air has been dead on arrival I'll be honest, is uh, Kyle O'Reilly has not been wowing me with his mics. He has funny moments in NXT. You remember him hulking oh, yeah. up against the AOP. Uh, he hasn't really been cashing in on that. Um, Bobby Fish is better on the mic than I ever really thought he was. Yeah. 
So I'll give him credit there, but uh, the Undisputed Era hasn't really hit the heights you thought they would. Yeah, I mean, we, we're all still waiting for the Undisputed Era versus the Elite. I feel like that's what they're really waiting on, but it, Kenny's not going to be back anytime soon. So Yeah, Kenny's uh, case basically, as far as uh, wear and tear goes, it was pretty severe for him. I mean, Vertigo is uh, tough to wrestle with. It he, is may look, he may look easy. I mean, Kenny Omega, talented guy. Uh, talented guy. And also, he showed up on the BTE a couple weeks ago. And that's that's nice to see that he's yeah. kind of working his way back into programming. I found now, it funny he called Cody, though, and he couldn't reach him. That makes that's actually a pretty good joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are going to team up against Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs of Team Taz. That's a solid tag match. match. That's going to be a fun one. Hobbs and uh, Keith Lee. I mean, those two hosses are really good. And quite frankly, it's always good to see Ricky Starks in the ring. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love Ricky Starks? We got a trios match. Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz versus Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager. So you got Santana, Ortiz, and Kingston taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. That just feels weird to say. Yeah, it does. I mean, these sports entertainers, it's weird to see them in AEW. Um, it's so funny. Land of Jericho's, professional wrestlers. Jericho's calling himself a sports entertainer while Cody's calling himself a wrestler on the other program. Daniel Garcia calling himself a sports entertainer was one of the most cursed <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk a little, we'll talk a little bit more about what Cody said on Raw a couple yeah. of days ago. But, man, this has been pretty funny with Jericho, not going to lie. It is actually my favorite reinvention, I think, which I say that with each one, but this one is just hilarious. It's so tongue-in-cheek. It's wonderful. Um, this is the match that I didn't expect to get announced, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a banger of a match. CM Punk versus Penta Oscuro. Yes. Um, not sure why Penta's still Oscuro. Um, is it just something he stayed? I'm not, I'm not too familiar with Penta Oscuro. So uh, Penta does he just stay in that dark place for a while? Yes, I think he's tuned into that dark place, which if they just separated him from Alex Abrahantes, that'd be perfect because he does not help the presentation of Penta Oscuro. Yeah, Alex Abrahantes was like a kid trick-or-treating. Yes, actually, exactly. And his promos are kind of cartoonish and not in a great way. Um, Penta could just be, you know, an arm-breaking silent dude. Yep. It would work, and maybe they'll lean into that, but this is CM Punk. You're not going to beat CM Punk, but they're going to put on one heck of a match, I can guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, Penta's going to be more in these one-on-one matches since uh, Ray Phoenix is hurt from Lucha Brothers, so. And this is the main event, and I can't wait. This is the greatest thing I think I could never have asked for in my life. Now, now how long until we get Joe and Punk? That's, That's the one a good everybody question. wants. That's the one everybody wants. And I mean, I need it. You got to do it for the world title on a pay-per-view. It's been too long since these two have been in the same company, let alone the same ring. <laughs> Dude, imagine for the AEW World Championship, heel punk, face to mojo on a pay-per-view. 
it would be i mean you'll take my money just take it it's my I, i'll <laughs> give it away tony Khan. tony everything that your roster has the potential it has i will throw money at you if you keep making dream matches yep because- i'm just saying the you said it a couple shows ago the summer punk is just around the corner really so yeah it is april it is springtime and we get just closer and closer to summertime and that means summer of punk needs to get hot shot it does um hate to say it but a hangman page does not feel like a world champion the crowd was hot for him when he won but uh it just hasn't been good since the thing is the crowd stays hot for hangman but hangman has not been getting booked very well he, he has hasn't. felt like an afterthought because adam cole and the undisputed era connected there have felt like uh, underachieving really is i wouldn't call it a disappointment They've yeah done well but they just, it feels like they could do more. I feel like with the uh, underachieving uh, Undisputed Era, and then you got Punk and Danielson, mainly Punk going in there with that big name. And it, everyone knows it's only a matter of time before he holds the belt. It just it just felt like an underutilized story of Hangman Page. And that's the unfortunate truth when you got big stars like CM Punk and Danielson. The thing is, there's just more interesting things going on on the show. CM Punk is always going to be the most interesting thing on the show. Yeah, Whatever I mean, he's doing is big. I mean, we had MJF and Punk for about two, three months, and it was solid throughout. Yeah, and Danielson and Moxley right now, their program with William Regal is currently freaking as it gets, especially making yeah. a star out of Wheeler Yuta. Which, I mean, I mean, we didn't really have it down on the agenda, but what about that match, huh? Oh, yeah, John Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta, right? Uh, yes, Wheeler Yuta busted wide open putting BCC, the Blackpool Combat Club, on his chest in blood. That guy is a star. That is now a t-shirt. Yeah, I wouldn't wear that one, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's the problem is there's so much intriguing stuff going on that Hangman's uh, storyline just isn't as intriguing. I mean, even the Jericho Appreciation Society, as much as it is funny, it's also just fun to watch. Yeah. And And Hangman kind of hasn't had a storyline like that in a while where it's just like, the entertainment isn't there because Adam Cole is just having to be Adam Cole. Yeah. I mean, when we look at Hangman's world title, right, we could do a whole episode on this, honestly. But from the start after the Danielson promo, like the, the not the oh, promo, but the I guess program, it hasn't been really good since. Uh, they could have really went far with that second match being judged by judges. And Danielson could have screwed Hangman over. Then you had the chase again. And it would work for the next two or three months. And then we can have Hangman really legitimize himself as a champion. Yeah, I think part of the issue is that we're used to pay-per-view builds. But Tony Khan's been pretty honest that this is a TV company more than a pay-per-view company. So we see these matches on TV and we're accustomed to this idea. The title won't change hands on TV. Which now that I've thought about that, I'm almost convinced he might lose it on Friday. It's it's Um, rare for the championship to be lost on TV. Yeah, which means that if you're a TV company, though, it would make sense that you would have these shocking moments. So I would see it. It's coming. I think it's going to happen on TV, but um, unless Hangman can pull it out, because in that case, he's facing CM Punk at the pay-per-view. And that's not going to end well if Punk doesn't win. Oh, no. If Punk doesn't win that match and it's in Chicago, wait, where's Double Nothing Vegas? Uh, 
it would be very much in their interest if it was in Vegas instead of Chicago, because then they booked themselves into a corner. If they booked themselves into a corner and put double or nothing in Chicago. Oh, no, no, no. It's in, it's in a T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas. Okay, so they, they didn't book themselves in a corner, but if they did, that place of oh. Punk didn't win would just erupt. That would be a bad idea. The United Center would burn down, essentially. Yeah. So that is... All but one of the matches, which is the one I'm looking forward to, the Ring of Honor World TV title is on the line. Yep. And it will Minoru. be Minoru Suzuki and Samoa Joe. God. This has been a dream match for a while. I, this is going to be brutal and stiff, and I'm going to love every second of it. My gosh. Now, who gets busted open first? Um, I say Minoru. Yeah, me too. Um, Let's feel for under on blood within the first five minutes. Uh... I'll go with the over on that. Um, I just feel like uh, Minoru, while is brutal, I don't think is going to blade that quick. <laughs> um, but this match is all, uh, this is what a wrestling nerd loves to see. <laughs> but it's just like, you get two grizzled veterans, two ring season veterans in there. Yeah, a title's on the line. Who, who comes out with the belt, first of all? I think you got to give it to Joe. You can't have him lose this quick. Yeah, you can't have him lose this quick. I think Joe gets their ROH television title, and he'll probably be on the ROH brand for a bit, I guess, to help bring some legitimate legitimacy to it until, I don't know, they bring in more people for ROH? Yeah, uh, here's my thing is, are we building to, uh, this is just me thinking of this now, are we building to one day having the ROH world champion as the AEW world champion? Are we going to see that kind of like a Survivor Series brand split type of deal? Remember how WWE wanted to do that with WCW back in the day, but they didn't but because they really couldn't? Yeah. So they did an invasion angle. Are we going to get what WWE was planning back then, which is essentially ROH is a brand, AEW is a brand, and when you have like a brand war between the two of them? It's possible. I'm not sure it'll happen. I feel like they would do one-offs more than they would an invasion angle because an invasion angle, someone's got to look weak. Someone's going to get buried. If you own the brand that is coming in, you should probably not bury it. I think Tony Khan has learned from the invasion in 2001. Do not have (laughs) the invaders look that weak. You can have an invasion, but you can't make them look stupid. And you can't make them lose three on one. No, you can't do any of those things. You can't bring in someone like a Ring of Honor equivalent of Diamond Dallas Page and then have him be a creepy stalker and bury him for the next year. You cannot do that. You can't do that. You got to have legitimate ROH stars look good and be real good heels, essentially. Because good news you have all of the best ring of honor uh, wrestlers that ever come out of the place yeah <laughs> i mean you know, i mean the, the whole power. problem with the invasion angle was they had no stars so they had to include ecw into it yeah and i mean you could have included some ecw guys but did we really need most of them <laughs> no we didn't i mean rvd got buried because it, it was just brutal rvd uh, that's the one i was thinking of you should have brought in rvd that's right that's a good thing to do but maybe don't bury him <laughs> don't bury him like uh but anyways, what else do we got on the card, or, or is that the entire card? That is our entire card of matches. I'm sure there will be some uh, out-of-the-ring segments. but How are they going to fit that in two hours? They won't. There will be an overrun, apparently, according to Tony Khan. 
Man, that that is that's something right there. Um, that, Tony Khan has had a lot of according to Tony Khan's lately. But we'll talk about it a little a little later in the show. But we brought it up before uh, the brand split, WWE brand split, and it's been twenty years since the brand split. Um, I guess what are your overall opinions on the brand split? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it ugly? What is it? It's had its moments. I think it's good considering how the roster has expanded so much. I mean, there were times where you kind of went, uh, do we really need two brands? And after a while, they said, no, we didn't. And that was when SmackDown was the worst show yep. to watch ever. Um, I think the peak of the brand split to me, and this is probably just rose-colored glasses, is 2005 Survivor Series. The entire buildup of brand loyalty was perfect. Yes. You had a guy like JBL who everyone hates, but you know he bled blue for SmackDown. So everyone worked with him because they knew. Yeah. As much as we hate this guy, he's for us. There were certain guys back then in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, where you could say that is SmackDown, that is Raw, when you think of SmackDown or Raw. John Cena, you thought of as Raw. Undertaker, you thought was SmackDown. Edge, you thought was SmackDown. Jeff Hardy, SmackDown. I mean, the list goes on and on. You can think Randy Orton was Raw. Um, not sure where Michaels let landed. I guess you say Michaels raw. raw, yeah. Triple H, you could really say either or, but the SmackDown run with the him with him in the WWE Championship with Jeff Hardy and Edge was iconic. That chase, so you could say Triple H was more of a SmackDown guy. But you just think of back then, even then, it had a little bit more loyalty. Yeah, and the real problem nowadays is that when they try the brand loyalty angle, they'll never match that time period. Yeah. Every time they do a Survivor Series, it's like, okay, for a month, everyone cares what brand they're on, then they go back to not caring again. Yeah, well, one thing also, too, um, they tend to have the draft about a month before Survivor Series, which is, no, you're not going to have any loyalty. Yeah, it actually buries the idea of brand loyalty. You need to have the draft far away from your one pay-per-view where everyone wrestles someone else on another brand. The one time this brand split where it felt like brand loyalty mattered was in its first year with AJ Styles basically building SmackDown back up again. And The Undertaker making the cryptic threat to the SmackDown team is, you better win or else. Yeah, it felt like here comes the guy who carried this brand for a long time, and he's telling you, the guy's carrying it now, you better go win. And that felt right. That felt like now you have a motivation to go beat up yeah. guys at Raw. Heck, even the brand invasion from a couple of years ago when NXT invaded, that had more legitimacy than whatever we see in the past couple of years. Yeah, and that was special because it was you had Triple H leading out, and everyone knew that that was Triple H's baby, NXT. It was so, so it awesome, sense. too. There's a lot of the brands was had so many great moments just connected to the brands themselves. And I feel like having the differentiation, like um, back in the early, early stages of the brand split, Triple H is ruling over Raw, beating yep. everybody you like. SmackDown has a SmackDown six. Yep. Everybody is getting quality wrestling from SmackDown. If you want the stories, you go to Raw. If you want great matches, you went to SmackDown. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Another thing to think about uh, SmackDown and Raw is, uh, we, we said it earlier, SmackDown became a really bad B show there for a while. And if you end this brand split, it's going to happen again. I, I, the thing is, I think it happened to Raw, though. 
because yeah. SmackDown is the Fox show. It's on a network. Yeah, they pay right. a lot of money. So they will not let you turn their show into that. Well, you will another, have to make everybody like uh, Roman Reigns is going to have to get on both shows then. Because Another they issue want with Raw is it's three hours now too. Yes. that I mean, even Seth Rollins said that's a problem. It needs to, be, it needs to go back to two hours, an hour and a half from what it was in the mid-2000s. And the problem there is that USA gives you a lot of money for that third hour. So yep. you've kept it there for this long. Really, the problem is everyone's paying for all this programming, and really, you can't uh, you can't fit quality programming for three hours. That's just not going to happen. So, if let's do a little bit of fantasy booking here, how do we fix this brand split? First of all, I say we get rid of the unification of the Universal and WWE Championship, have the regular WWE Championship, retire the Universal Belt, and bring back the Big Gold World Heavyweight Title. Yeah, bring back Big Gold because, quite frankly, it's just the best looking championship in all of uh, wrestling. Exactly. No one would have a problem with it. You probably get a lot more merchandise sales for it. On WWE Shop, you could jack up the price for that belt and people would buy it still. Yes, they absolutely would. I would if I had the chance. Heck, I would too. It looks cool. Now, looking at the to fix the brands, you also have to kind of even out the rosters. And SmackDown is very talent heavy because it's on Fox. That's why. Yes. And it's understandable, I get that, but Raw needs talent because it's a three-hour show. And when I'm looking at this roster, there's a lot of guys who just, one, don't exist half mm-hmm. the time, and two, um, I don't care about them. <laughs> what uh, you could do with Raw is make it the younger talent show and kind of make it more of the wrestling show. And then SmackDown can be the Roman show, essentially. Yeah, there's a, you could do that because... Let's see. AJ Styles should be feuding with Roman Reigns at some yes. point. Um, a lot of these guys, I mean, we could go without the 24-7 belt is another thing I'd take away. So get rid of get that. Rid of that. I would get rid of the women's tag belts and just put a mid Carter for the women. Yeah. I and feel retire like, one of the women's championships, too. Yeah, you've now basically forced mid-card women into tag teams, and that is bad. I, I don't care for that. Um. Yeah, the, the women's divisions honestly are probably the most balanced. And SmackDown still has their edge there, but it's yes. like at least Raw's got something there. The men's is where it's a problem. It is. It's, it's atrocious. Brock Lesnar is listed as a member of the Raw roster, which he clearly is not. <laughs> he is but a free agent. He can do whatever he, he wants. He's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. Edge is a part timer. Um. Yeah. I mean, Cody is basically the second slated baby face, but he shows up on SmackDown and Bobby Lashley as a face just doesn't work for me. Yeah. The only thing that at least it makes sense that Bobby Lashley is going after Omos, but it's still not good. It's not um, good. So you're not good. Um, Eventually, Braun Breaker is going to get called up. So you could put him on Raw. Put him on Raw. Um, Keep Chomp on Raw. If, we, if you make it to where it's the young guy show, do you leave some veterans to kind of carry leave, it still on I say star you leave power? Miz. I say you leave Miz. I say you leave Ziggler and Rude and maybe a couple others. But outside of that, you leave three or four veterans, really. Yeah. Because then you got Randy, and I guess you would have to package Riddle with him over to SmackDown. Yes. Although there could be unification with that coming soon. Yeah, um, I do think Raw's taking some good steps, particularly with Theory, who is now just Theory. I yeah. don't understand that. Should have just called him Austin Theory, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's that was his name for a long time. They just said, nope, no more Austin. It kind of makes sense, I guess, in the storyline. I guess, uh, you know, Stone Cold Steel Austin took his name after stunning him. That yeah, makes sense. Uh, I mean, Theory did fly away after that. Um, but I, they built him pretty well as a heel now. Yeah. Because people are booing him. I mean, they've done a great job. His role in that storyline was actually done to perfection. I legitimately hate Theory as a character. Sure, he's a great dude, but I hate him as a character. That means they're doing their job right. Yeah, he's a, I mean, there's nothing I like about him, like, as a person, if you were a real person. If this character was a person, I would avoid them on the street. Mm-hmm. Which tells Same me thing with Corbin. Uh, Corbin has done this for years now, too. Yeah, Corbin, uh, people have mistook it as he's just boring. No, I don't get bored by him, to be honest with you. I just don't like the guy. I just don't like him, and they've done their job that way. <laughs> yeah, there's some guys who have actually figured out how to be a real heel. Miz has it down to a science, but also sometimes too much of a science to where they cheer him again. Yes, that, that's, that's the other problem. Um, now, what do we do with the Paul, the Paul guy? Uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> I, he's got a future. Let, let's not lie. Like, he's if got Logan, a future if he really wanted it. If Logan Paul were to be a WWE wrestler under contract and actually go through with it, I say you put him on Raw and also you kind of make him an upper mid-carder to a main eventer because he's a big name. You want say, him to be the marquee. You remember Miz back in the early days of his career, how he was this reality TV star? Yes. You can make Logan Paul the host of Raw, similar to what Miz was with SmackDown. Yeah, you could do that. I and mean, Logan Paul could probably, I mean... He'd run with he, it. <laughs> he would run with it. He'd love it. And the only problem is he wants to be a face. Yeah. and uh, But he it, has money, star potential as a heel. Yeah, he has so much potential as a heel. People are not... Gonna, Logan Paul needs to accept one thing. People are not going to cheer you. They're not going to cheer you. They already hate you for obvious reasons. For reasons yeah. we're not going to list, but... Because we know... It's pretty clear why they hate you, and you know what? You've done a good job of cleaning up your act, but cleaning up your act is not exactly something that it just fixes that. Yeah. So you're going you to have to be a heel. brother. It would work great. Well, if you bring in the brother, then I mean, hey. <laughs> USA, <laughs> USA Network's going to start doubling how much they pay. <laughs> oh, because holy cow, they, they, are, they know how to get bad publicity, and they know how to get hate. Yeah, they do. Um. Gable Stevenson is one I'm really questioning what you do with because he's 21 years old. You're not going to put him in NXT for whatever reason. And, I mean, you could put him with Angle and... It would make sense. Um, it, would make, it would make sense because of the amateur wrestling background, but you can't really make medalist. him a face because if you make him a face, you're pushing people down his throats. Yeah, and um, it felt like they were already on the verge of doing that at WrestleMania. I mean... You bring him out, and I guess it's a big deal, sure. You have him suplex somebody, yeah. cool. But I have no idea who he is, other than um, gold medalist wrestler. <laughs> I would love to use uh, Alpha Academy a little bit more. Maybe you can put him in Alpha Academy? Yeah, if you're going to have him be a heel, I think that makes sense. Two amateur wrestlers and big man Otis, I like that stable. Maybe add a angle in there as a manager. That would be That would be something. Yeah, I think that would actually be probably the best case scenario. I mean, at least let Chad Gable keep talking, though. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Chad Gable knows what he's doing. He's, a, he's good at what he does, and I feel like he's been criminally underutilized. Uh, Rollins could be the head heel on Raw. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to have him in the uh, – I'd give him the title, if anything, yeah. honestly. So we got the big world title. Um, Rollins going to have that run with the big world title, um, the big gold one. Um, you keep the United States belt. 
Um, I, I don't mind the redesign with the United States belt right now, but it could be better. But for now, it's fine. I think Finn is a great United States champion for it. Uh, for SmackDown, put the Intercontinental belt on there and just bring back the 2014 one. Yeah, get rid of whatever this Intercontinental <laughs> What are you going to do it? How about you add some blue and a white strap to it and make it similar, just new and updated? And I don't mean to alarm the people who make the belts for WWE, but Intercontinental meant uh, North and South America. Yes. Why is there a whole globe on there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is just a little detail, but it's literally called Intercontinental, not International. <laughs> Heck, even bring back the mid-2000s one. That one was cool, too. I like that one. That was my favorite one, even though the retro one that Cody brought back was also pretty good. Yeah. I, how much would a bet if Cody wins the Intercontinental Championship again? He brings back the retro one. I'd be happy with him doing that, honestly. Or like no, a nightmare, American nightmare version of it. Oh, no. The uh, American Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and then you can put the World Tag Team titles, the old ones, on Raw and put the tag, the regular tag titles on SmackDown. If we're struggling for star power on Raw, because I know USA Network will throw a massive fit if you take all the star power off. Um, I don't know what you would do, but um, something, something John Cena special appearances on Raw. Uh, that'll, yeah. that'll fix that. There you go. John Cena is a guest host. Uh, not that ghost. He's a general manager of Raw. Whatever John Cena wants to come to Raw, he comes to Raw. He, he will not be the, going on SmackDown. He can have the GM open challenge match every week. Yeah, who wants to test themselves against your boss? Or heck, if you win, you become the GM. Now that is a title I can get behind. <laughs> it's about time we started defending the general manager role as a championship on the show. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. It's better than when it's Adam long- Pierce. As long as somehow, some way, I end up with Veer as the GM, <laughs> I am going to be happy. Uh, Our general manager has the million dollar arm. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But see, we we're just spitballing here, and this is already better than what we what we got right now. Yeah, these uh, shows are kind of just. First of all, they're formulaic. I mean, SmackDown does a better job about not being the same thing. Yes. Raw is the same thing. It's a drag. Um, they've butchered some of their best potential storylines, a.k.a. Um, Damian Priest and Edge. Mm-hmm. Already. Uh, I don't know how they did that that quickly. but I man. mean, they did it with Daniel Bryan and Ed, adding Daniel Bryan into the Edge and Roman field going into WrestleMania that year. Yeah, I mean, Edge's uh, storyline has a lot of potential. The stable has a lot of potential. But um, it's they kind of striking it out right now. It's already struck out for me. Yeah. Also, AJ's a weird first target. AJ is a weird first target. It makes no sense. I don't know who would make sense for them to target either. Uh, Cody? That could be fun. Yeah, and then you, you get them beat on their first uh, target. And that's kind of a big loss for them. What you could do, you could have them beat Cody throughout the week. So you're not burying Cody, essentially, because Cody's not going to be undefeated all the way to SummerSlam. But no, it could be won't. the first set of feud. Also, this is WWE 50-50 booking, Cody. Get ready for it. It's coming. You got that yeah. match with Seth at the pay-per-view. You think you're winning that, champ? Nah, you're going to have three not. matches with him. But, like, uh, the, the point the point is, uh, again, you could, you could run this feud where you can protect the tag team, but do I trust WWE to do it? No. Yeah, I, I really don't. 
Um, I think the other thing they've done perfectly, and this is just because I find it hilarious, uh, the debut of Ezekiel. Yep. Right. Um, Kevin Owens is uh, channeling his inner Sami Zayn very well. And uh, I'm thankful they had Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I'm glad they had him gaslight Kevin Owens. I mean, let's be real. Ezekiel is the younger brother of Elias. I don't know what Kevin Owens is talking about. I'm not convinced that's not actually LA Knight. No, no, that's Ezekiel, little brother Elias. No relation to LA Knight. No, oh, he does have a relation to Elias, but it's not Elias. Yes, yes, younger brother of Elias. It's been established. Um, I don't understand why it links me to Elias's Wikipedia page. I don't appreciate that. It, this is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens needs to get off. You know what? I'm gonna strike a complaint with Wikipedia about some <laughs> bad edits by one Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh speaking of edits here at kcou we do all kinds of columns um we have people editing columns we have people writing columns we have just columns 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 everywhere anywhere naming any sport i'm sure there's one about underwater basket weaving i'm i'm almost certain uh i'm not sure about that but there is at least one about clayton kershaw being pulled with seven perfect innings today there will be one i guarantee it there will be one Dave Roberts, what is wrong with you? You hate baseball? There will also be one about the underwater basket weaving team from Mizzou that just won a national championship. Is that, is that, did that happen? No, no. Okay. Just discount, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but really, there will be probably one on Kershaw, one on Derek Carr's extension, probably one on Baker Mayfield because he's a very angry man. And there will be one on Baker Mayfield's dog that was sleeping near the interview. He they had a sleeping dog on the interview? Yeah, so the, uh, Baker Mayfield's dog was, like, rolling over just sleeping. What a good dog. On his couch. Honestly, that makes you like Baker a little bit more. Good job, Baker. <laughs> he got his dog on camera. Uh, there will be one about Mizzou football coming up. Um, JT Daniels did not pick Mizzou. He's transferring to West Virginia. Got all kinds of columns. JT Daniels is uh, transferred about uh, seven times now, I believe. Yeah, and he'll probably transfer before he's done with West Virginia. Yeah, let's be real. He will. But anyways, uh, that's what we do here at KCLU. You can find them on kclu.fm. Is it a .com? No, it's, it's not dot dot .fm. Com. It's just .fm, .fm. .org, not .com, .fm. Anyways, let's get into some independent studies. Uh, studies find here that using... Um, Computer programming skills can help you. I'm just joking. No. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Uh, these, um... you can, they can help you find the bots that Tony Khan is talking about. If you want to find the wrestling bots that Tony Khan is talking about, you can go and train yourself as a programmer. For those who are very confused at what any of this means, Tony Khan tweeted out for no good reason at all. <laughs> An independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti-AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts, plus an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely. These aren't real people. Who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing? Well, I have an announcement to make. Um, It has been funded by Concerto. Do not do that. He will send Statlander (laughs) after us again, and I don't want to get booped. Uh, top 10 fears in my life all 10 of them are that we'll get booped 
by Chris Statlander and will get cursed by Dan Housen. Oh, man. Now I'm really, oh, I don't want to do, why do we do this? Why do we fund this? <laughs> so, um, according to Tony Khan, basically, there have been bots criticizing AEW. I mean, yes, there's bots. There's bots in every industry. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tony, this isn't like groundbreaking stuff. I but, mean, I just um, got sent a bot, a, a DM by a bot on Twitter calling me a, a, a prep star a college prospect as a college athlete. I am not a college athlete. Yeah. Um, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure I'm you sure. I, I was a negative star in high school. Yeah, me too. I got ran over once in practice, and that was the end of my football career. Same um, year. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Um, yeah, this independent study thing, uh, I don't think you need an independent study to figure that one out. There are pro AEW bots out there too, I bet. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know everyone in on a secret. A lot of the accounts on every social media are just bots. <laughs> Literally. I mean, it's not a groundbreaking thing. I don't know why Tony Khan decided to make himself a big joke on Rampage Friday. Uh, see, I don't. I wonder if he just like, man, we need to get some press for Rampage. I'll that's just make gotta, up something. That's got to be part of it. Part of it is Tony Khan's like, all right, I got to stir the pot a little bit so more people will just tune in. So I think from now on, expect on a Friday because Rampage ratings do need the boost. On Fridays, Tony's going to say something absolutely insane, and you're going to kind of scratch yep. your head a little bit, and then you're going to tune in. Mainly, it could be the forbidden door opening, bots on social media, um, challenging SmackDown's manhood. You name it, Tony will probably do it. Uh, I can't wait till he finally comes out on Rampage and challenges Vince McMahon to a fight. That would be funny. And he's, he's like sitting on a motorcycle calling himself the king. Yes, yes, and also he's the part of the biggest uh, stable in the history that changed Tide, you know? Oh, yeah, he's part of a Blackpool uh, wrestling. Yeah, a Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Black- Blackpool leader, Combat Club. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess know. I could bring us to the other point. Um, Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club is not the NWO. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, it is pretty good. I do like it, but it ain't there. Get there. You're never gonna catch lightning in the bottle again. What what the NWO did. <laughs> the only way you could have done that is if you had had Adam Cole, Danielson, and CM Punk all come out together. <laughs> and that would have been literally an NWO ripoff, but no one would have cared. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been really funny. But oh my goodness, you'd have Punk turning heel. Uh, that'd be a tough, uh, tough sell. <laughs> he hits the leg drop too. On Jay Lee <laughs> pretending to be the macho man. Uh, now, if you had gone the extra mile to make sure everything about the event was just like the bash at the beach. <laughs> By calling it beach bash too. Yeah, yeah you can do that. Um, and CM Punk drops leg on him and then cuts the exact same promo, including saying New World Organization Brother. New World Organization Brother. They call themselves the NWOB because they can't say New World Order about getting sued. Yeah, if you if you had done that, maybe I'd accept it. But uh, otherwise, you did everything right the first time. So. Or they call it the cult, the the CM Punk Society. CM Punk Society. <laughs> got, got too many uh, appreciation societies going around these days. <laughs> oh, oh man, that would that would be fun. Oh, so speaking of people that are not bots, though. There have been 59,000 um, bought pre-registered tickets for a WWE UK event. 
Yeah, they're going to, for the first time in 30 years, they're going to have a major stadium event in the United Kingdom, which finally, I think they've been yearning for this for exactly 30 years. Yep. Um, so 59,000 people are pre-registered for tickets. So no tickets have been bought yet, but they pre-registered for tickets in the first 24 hours. That is insane. They're going to be in Cardiff, Wales, which is not your usual, you expect a stadium show in like Wembley in London. Um, but no, it's going to be in Cardiff, Wales. You think we're going to get the fatal four-way of Seamus, Drew McIntyre, Butch, and Finn Balor? Um, I'd be a little mad if they did it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is, uh, you're going to have Roman on this card. It's a stadium show. Yes. So who you're going to have to have him face a big star from that area. I mean, Drew's from Scotland. Who's from Wales? That's a good question. I'm not sure who is from Wales. I, I don't know if we got anyone from Wales, really, because um, the dialect would be easy to spot. Yes. I would expect maybe someone from NXT UK. As crazy as that sounds. That would work. Tyler Bate, big deal in NXT UK. Maybe get the NXT UK champion in a non-title match. Yeah, you could and do you that. Could put you, the, you could put the champion over. Yeah, I think you can do that. Because um, when yeah. is this? September 4th? Yeah, it will be in September. Please oh. tell me when. Okay, so it's after SummerSlam. So my thinking was, right, you could do this if, it's before, if it was before SummerSlam, right? And uh, the NXT UK champion is basically about to lose because of distraction by the Usos. Then you hear, then you hear Cody's music. He runs down, distracts Roman, or just something with Cody instead of that feud for SummerSlam. But it won't be possible now. It won't be possible. Um, it will be September third, but I think for us, it'll pretty much be. I don't know how the international date line works. Yeah, it's September fourth. Like what day? Yeah, September fourth. It'll be in the morning. Um, <laughs> wake up early that day. Yeah, uh, it's so much better than getting a Saudi show on like Thursday morning. Yes, yeah, always weird whenever I like walk in the studio, someone's got their laptop open and they're watching the show. I'm like, wait, it's on? What? Yes. Or like I, I gotta go to math class or something. I was like, oh, I've got to watch wrestling. Yeah, it's actually wild. Um yeah, I don't know if they have a uh, Welsh wrestler on the roster. I don't think they do, do they? It's kind of tough to, it'd be really nice if uh, Wikipedia, you know, had like the nationalities next to their names or something like that. I don't know. Gunther versus Roman. Maybe they could do that. Gunther, uh, I just want to see him chopping people repeatedly. I want to see him with the Intercontinental Championship. Give him a belt is all I'm saying. (laughs) The guy's, the guy should have a belt at all times. He's freaking yoked. Yeah, he's got in such good shape. He's gotten in so much shape. And they told him to like get in more shape for the main roster. He did exactly that. And he's probably going to get a big push. And he deserves it too. I mean, first of all, there's a presence about him that is just, you can't replicate it. Even with the name change, he's over yeah. it. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure they've been saying his name wrong every time, no matter what, because it's Walter. Yeah. W is pronounced with a, like a V in German. And Gunther, I mean, I'm sure that's wrong the way I just said it, but uh, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it I could be grown... worse. To... But every time I see hear Gunther, I think of the penguin from Adventure Time. That That's actually fair. That Now I'm never going to be able to see it the same. Um, <laughs> that's a real shame what you just did to him for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but you know what else is a shame? The starting left bench. He's a bunch of marks. You're right. <laughs> they are mark. I you know what they probably pronounce it Walter instead of Walter. Yeah, I bet they do. And you know what? If you do, I don't respect you. I don't respect these marks. I'm going to take them out, and when I see them at the contract signing, I'm putting them through a table. Yeah, that's so, a that's not a warning. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. So we do not have an official date for the contract signing, mainly because. Our lawyers are drawing up the contract right now, and they got to they gotta be in contact with their lawyers to get what they want to. So we're, this contract litigation, you got to get, you got to set the right contract, essentially. We, we made a mistake and hired smart Mark Sterling, so. Yeah. Sorry. We well, could have gotten a better lawyer, I think. He had a really good rate, though. Yeah, and also, he's, he's got a good, you know, he had the one with Moxley and MJF before. Yeah, we, we had a warning that this wouldn't go perfectly, and he's he's dropping the ball. So he he's at least telling us, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more of a wait, but that, that's fine. We, we get a good contract out of it. And I've had it written in the contract that I can put someone through a table, and it will not ruin the match. Um, it will still yeah. happen. We're not gonna have that if you touch them. You're not gonna have the match deal. No, I'm gonna put them through a table. That's right. That's exactly right. That's one of the clauses in the contract, and uh, we're still working out the details on the contract. But it is coming. Don't don't worry. It's coming. Just like Veer Maha to Raw. Yeah, he did. He he did eventually. Actually, after a while, it took him about seven. It won't months. take that long though for this contract. But it's gonna be the best contracts in the history of contracts. Yes. Um, also, I meant it when I said marks. <laughs> <laughs> he meant it when he said marks. But someone that uh, the marks are probably not happy with is Cody Rhodes. I think the marks are very happy with the smarks, on the other hand, not so much. Really? I, I would say yeah, maybe the AEW marks are not happy with Cody Rhodes. They very much are not. No, no, and no. And the WWE marks are happy with Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, they absolutely are. I don't understand how. Kind that... of flip-flop of each other right now. Very much so. <laughs> Cody cuts the same bad promo every time, and they, they eat it up now. I don't they understand it. it. And, uh, I, love the, I love the Miz TV segment before the match with the Miz. Yeah. Oh I my mean, gosh. The Miz is um, actually the perfect starter feud for any big star that comes in. Because oh my it, gosh. You can test yourself on the mic against the Miz. And the, the say Cody didn't really hold he didn't quite hold his own, but still it was okay. He cut an okay promo, but the Miz, gosh, calling himself superstars. Um did he say something about the belt? Cody calling it a belt. Cody's saying all the band words. <laughs> That's my favorite thing is that I think it's in Cody's contract. I, uh, many, many, many rows down. I can say whatever band word I want. You can't do anything about events. Okay, wrestler. I'm gonna call myself a wrestler. I'm going for belts. <laughs> I, I do love that he just decided, you know what? I don't really care for all the words you're not allowed to say. <laughs> I saw the tweet of the fish holding SpongeBob and it's like Vince in the back after Cody comes back. How was how my promo? You used all the band words. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, also, a weird update. Um, 
Cesaro's changed his handle from WWE Cesaro to Claudio CSRO. So that might be a sign he might be leaving. Well, he is leaving. He already left. But we might see a contract signed with somebody sooner or later. We might see contract signing somewhere somewhere sooner. That's another star potential mover. But so Cody kind of come off as a star in wwe so far yes he has cody rhodes his presentation in wwe so far has been outstanding they gave him pyro nobody gets a lot of pyro yeah like uh two entrances worth of pyro now i fear for cody's hearing because it keeps popping right next to him so good luck with that cody um but it's actually really great because now they avoid the embarrassing shoebox cody vader yep and while that was a star-making entrance, this is also a star-making entrance. It, clearly, they're showing how much bigger of a deal Cody is than the rest of their roster, which, for better or for worse, for the rest of them. Yeah, for better or worse. But, again, like you said, he's getting a lot of pyro. And one thing I noticed about the past two weeks, the pyro Cody, Cody's been getting, is kind of funny. It looks like the pyro guys are pranking him. Because if you <laughs> notice, the first night on Raw, he comes out, the pyro's late, and you can see the smirk on his face. And then the second the second raw appearance, the pyro's a little bit early, and then there's more of it when he's at the ring. <laughs> yeah, I think Cody and the uh, pyro guys are gonna have to have a talk sooner or later about timing. <laughs> it's kind of funny, not gonna lie. I think it's first of all good for this is all great for Cody. I mean, a lot of things could be said, but he deserves this. After all the, oh my God. the turmoil he's gone through. I mean, how many Easter eggs are we going to still get from when he, he kept pot-shotting WWE when he was away? I mean... I, that's Those are all funny. I mean, we get the pyro incident of them saying, oh, you know, you don't have pyro for your stars anymore. The star gets pyro now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the banned words. He's saying banned words. When, when are we going to get the um, invasion angle that he ran with the Elite? Oh, no. <laughs> Please, no. What is he going to bring up the idea of comp fans? I hope that all of this is... Uh, these references can all be left under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> these would be funny. I think what's going to be more great is when he does like a... What was the segment Sammy Zayn did a couple years ago and said literally mentioned AEW on Raw? Was that the be? I feel like I was near the absolute beginning of his conspiracy angle. Yes, he was like, oh, it was Electric Trier segment. And he was like, I, I've opened all questions from the fans. Don't be afraid after the first question. He said, I'll even talk about all, not all Elite Wrestling. He said, I'll even talk about AEW. And the crowd went nuts and were like, you can't say that. <laughs> With the fact that AEW... But like one month into his existence, got acknowledged by WWE, and it took TNA how many years? Oh my gosh! I think like I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> like fifteen, fifteen years before Kurt Angle said, "I hear TNA's hiring." Fifteen might even might even be less than the actual amount of time. I I can't remember what year that was. It's so funny. <laughs> he said that to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I hear TNA might be hiring. You kind of messed up, Kurt. They gave you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It was after. It was also the coming off the Hardys feuding with the entire um, promotion <laughs> over the Broken Hardy gimmick. Jeez. 
Oh my gosh, that was so funny. But yeah, Cody Rhodes is coming off of a star. Um, so we touched on that last show too. What what do you do now? You keep going on this route. You're gonna go have him feud with Seth. If Seth wins his pay per view, that's fine. It's Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is a former champion, a big deal all the time. Yes. Um, they could have some shenanigans, whatever. But Cody needs to win the feud, and he will. I mean, that's kind of obvious right now. Cody's going to come out on top. So how long? We got basically, what, two pay-per-views before SummerSlam. We got WrestleMania Backlash and, was it Money in the Bank? I believe so. And then SummerSlam. And I feel like at SummerSlam, it's a good time for your first meeting of Cody and Roman. I think you got to pull the trigger at SummerSlam. It just makes sense for Cody to win the belt at SummerSlam. Yeah, because you go to the next WrestleMania, that's too long. And also, it's, you have bigger plans, it seems. Yeah, uh, according to Young Rock. Yeah, according to Young Rock, the show, <laughs> you're going to have Roman and a Rock at WrestleMania. So, w- what do you do with Cody for the next two months to kind of, and I wouldn't say protect him, but prevent him from doing Cody stuff? Uh, prevent him from doing Cody stuff is uh, you gotta keep gauging that audience reaction. You gotta see that moment where it might become a turn, and you gotta change something right then. Right now, they love what he's doing, and if it ain't broke right now, you don't need to fix it. But keep in mind, it has broken before. Unless Cody cuts another Anthony Ogogo promo, I think we're safe with the fans not turning on him until SummerSlam. I can tell you right now that Vince McMahon would have never let him cut that promo ever. <laughs> not a single chance Cody would have ever gotten to cut that. So, so let's be honest. Cody, the likelihood of the fans turning on him before SummerSlam is highly unlikely. Yeah, it is it's too short of a time. Unlikely. They don't have enough time to get annoyed of him. And if you keep him in short spurts and keep doing the things you've been doing. And having him put on good wrestling matches too. Yeah. I mean, Cody is a good wrestler. I mean, three-star Cody is not an insult. It's just that you're never going to get five stars out of him. That's fine. He had a solid match at WrestleMania. One of the better matches in the entire event. And then had a good match with The Miz. Yeah, he did. I mean, that's two great matches. Two good matches. I'm not going to say great. But... It's not going to get worse than that. That's the thing. It's yeah. never going to be worse than a three-star match either. That should be looked at as a positive, especially in WWE, where there's not much attention given to how many stars. And I feel like he's match. getting more match time, and he's getting good match time. Yeah, they're going to keep giving him that, too. I mean, you're not going to really see him squashing anybody because they don't really want him near any of the other talent on there. Yeah. So, I mean, but when do you start that buildup with Roman? You got to start... <sighs> Yeah, drop hints. Cody is kind of a king of uh, dropping hints in his promos. I mean, he's done it already. Yeah. So keep dropping hints about Roman. Roman is a, uh, as a character, knows when you're talking about him. Yeah. And now to turn this around, what do you do with Roman to ensure that he hasn't lost anything? Because he already beat John Cena. He beat Demon Balor. He beat Edge. He beat Brock Lesnar. He's run through everybody. You gotta have to. You're gonna have to feed him somebody else. Once upon a time, there's a story I heard from a WWE writer about um, Bob Holly's uh, suggestion of you put the title on me and then you have me beat everyone. Yeah. 
Um, Roman has actually done that. Yes. And now it's a problem. <laughs> it's now a problem because before he gets to Cody, who else can he really legitimately face? So there are some makeshift options here. From SmackDown, you do have a newly has to be a singles competitor due to Rick Boogs being hurt. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is pretty good. He can be in a main event storyline, and it's not that hard to really believe he's not going to win. So it's fine. Yeah, um, you have to keep that in mind. Is that this guy's not going to win? So let's not get our hopes up for the guy. Yes. Um, off of Raw, um, AJ Roman versus. AJ makes sense. He would be good. That'd be a fun match. Because you need two feuds before SummerSlam. Um, just throwing it out there, Lashley, because he beat Brock. That would Roman's help. Make sense. It makes sense. So that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, outside of that, on Raw, there's really not much you can really actually do. You're not gonna throw Champa into the main event uh card. That yeah, quick. Not that quick. And Braun Breaker still on NXT. So Braun Breaker would also be. You don't. These are not guys you should be feeding to Roman yet. Yeah. Um. I know you're gonna do it eventually. I've accepted that reality. Um. I but, actually predicted if Roman stays, who knows how long this unification lasts. Personally, I think they'll just put the WWE Championship on Cody, and then the Universal will just be Romans. But so, the person to be dethroning Roman, if it's not The Rock, it's going to be Braun Breaker, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm looking at one more name. Drew McIntyre. That's another good one. He hasn't faced Roman yet, I don't believe, has he? No, just Lashley a thousand times. Yeah, so McIntyre is, one, he's kind of due. And two, he is a face that the fans have gotten behind. So yes. it wouldn't be a good feud in terms of the reactions, too. So I, I like that. They could do that UK too if they wanted to too. Yeah, if it, if it uh, they could actually do that in the UK to make a lot of sense. Um, in fact, that'd probably be the best thing they could do. But so maybe hold off on McIntyre. Maybe hold off on Mac. But two realistic guys. You got Shinsuke right now, which is going to get us through one. So the second guy's got to be Lashley, AJ. Yeah, Lashley or AJ. Lashley makes sense. And I think it has to be a SmackDown and a Raw guy because, come on, you have to be a little fair, right? Yeah. <laughs> the You have one champion now, and he's going to have to face guys from both rosters. Yes. So it, that, that's the thing there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, that's my prediction right now. Cody wins the belt that they took from his daddy at the Garden, even though Dusty did win a big one, and it was the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. I believe at the time was the biggest. <laughs> yes, it was the biggest. But so, yeah. <laughs> it is the segment everybody's been waiting for. It is, is the state of wrestling t-shirts. Time for me to crank out WWEshop.com. Oh, there's all kinds of ones. I, I, pull, I got AEW shop up here, and I got WWE shop up here right now. And there, if you scroll through the Vincent Mann section, you cannot wear any of them. You can't. That is, uh, I feel like that's a given. Okay, let's see here. Let's see what we got here. Um, just get me to the t shirts already. All right, let's start with someone simple, someone everybody knows in the wrestling world, Vince McMahon. Let's, let's look at Mr. McMahon's wrestling <laughs> merchandise. Vince McMahon. Okay, here we go. Well, the first one, he has devil horns. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Yeah, no, that one's um, yeah, these uh, nope, none of them, none of them, all of them have profanity. <laughs> they all got profanity. Yeah. Although you could make an argument for the last one, I the WrestleMania don't... one, you couldn't make an argument for it. The WrestleMania one is uh, they're all WrestleMania ones. I've the... n- I've never been cool. I I feel like if you wear that one, I'm judging you. <laughs> You wear that one, I'm judging you, so by that proxy, I won't wear it. All right, so that, that's been the Vince McMahon collection. Um, no, all right, let's look at some the new arrivals. Yeah, what, new, what do you think? New arrivals, let me click here, see the new arrivals. Just new arrivals, come on. Get there. Uh, this Queen Zelina one is a no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Both of them actually are no's. You could do the kneel to steal. For McIntyre, because it's not too bad. Just you're gonna get some weird looks. People are gonna look at you and go, "What the hell? What does that even mean?" <laughs> Any Stone Cold shirt you could wear. Yeah, Stone Cold is actually fine because one, they all say Stone Cold, which is just cool, and um, they look like they could be any shirt that you just picked up somewhere. Yep. Um, the McAfee shirt, maybe not the tank top one because you're wearing a tank top to class is just weird. But a tank top and also Pat McAfee's crossing his arms on there. And that's just, uh, that's going to get weird looks too. Yeah. But the second one, make opportunities mean something. You can wear that. Yeah. That's a fine shirt. I mean, that's a nice message. I think, again, the problem with all of these is that it seems like an inspiring message that I don't want to wear on my body. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Veer Mahal one, I mean, you could wear it again. It just looks weird. So maybe no. The logo is so small. <laughs> It is a small logo. There's so much blank space on this t-shirt. I don't know if I could do it. Um, Austin 316. You can uh, always yes. wear it. Austin. Of course you can wear shirt. Austin 316. All right. Uh, let's look at the man everybody's on his mind. Cody Rhodes. It's 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 his, um, reminds me too much of his tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> reminds me too much. Okay. So looking at the base designs of these shirts, the first one probably not the one with the dog with the one with his husky pharaoh probably not it looks there's too much going on there there is too much going on there so probably not um you could make an argument for the little i don't don't know what this is the pixel art the video game style shirt kind of looks cool i wouldn't wear it but i would buy it and just put it in my closet not gonna lie hey i'm a scott pilgrim fan so i can appreciate some 8-bit video game fun yeah. So. Um, but again, it has American Nightmare written over the top of it, which I guess people would ask, what game is that? And then you'd have to have a weird conversation about yeah. how it's not a game. It's a wrestler named Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, the third one you could realistically wear and not be too bad. You can wear it on the 4th of July and no one will bat an eye at it. You can wear all these on the 4th of July and no one will bat an eye on it, honestly. Yeah. 4th of July would be the perfect time every other day of the year. Not so much. <laughs> but the last one, I. I can make the argument for it. Um, I mean, it's got the WWE logo on the shoulder, so everyone knows, oh, it's WWE. Um, I, I mean, wish they'd make those terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't need people knowing it's this. Um, I mean, the Nightmare logo is prominent on the front. It kind of it kind of looks cool. I like the, like, uh, I got the blocky, like, letters of American Nightmare in between the skull. Yeah, it's a that's a fine design. It's I a mean, cool it, design. The problem, of course, is I keep connecting it to Cody Rhodes's neck tattoo, which <laughs> I want nothing to do with. Oh, there's a prominent logo on the back of it too. 
Oh, beautiful. It's just the same size as the one on his neck, too. Yep. Um, and then you would add one on your neck. When are they going to start selling water tattoos that you can put on your neck? I hope anyone who buys them is not allowed to ever spend money again. I will buy t- 25 of them. This is the worst thing you've ever said, and I don't want to believe I've heard it. <laughs> I hope Vince is listening to the show like, that's some good stuff. Let's do that. That's not what he said. You know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, wrestling merchandise in terms of WWE. Do, do we look at the undisputed universal champion? Uh, you have to. We have I, to look at him. I mean, it's right. the face of the company right now. What's... <sighs> That is disappointing is what that shirt is. All right. So we're going to look at product type. We're going to go to t-shirts or I, there's no t-shirt option. It's just accessories, arts and poster, footwear, hats, home and office, hoodies. And sw- I mean, hoodies and sweatshirts are going to have the, what, the same. Yeah. Um, I don't. Um... <laughs> They're going to have the same logo, right? So this. Um... Oh, there we go. T-shirts. There we go. The God Mode shirt is terrible. <laughs> yes, it is terrible. Um, you could just say God Mode without this weird acronym garbage. Great, you throw greatness on, on a different. No, that's just stupid. Uh, needle that's mover. God La Mode. Thank you, can, you. You can wear the needle mover. Um, you can wear the Bloodline one. Yeah, needle mover is fine. Um, where is the Bloodline one? The Bloodline one, the one the Usos are wearing. Yeah, you could. I mean. Sends weird messages, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could wear head of the table. Um, maybe not the acknowledge me, it's my birthday t-shirt. That just kind of says you're a condescending jerk. Yeah, yeah. No one uh no one cares it's your birthday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um the WrestleMania Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reign t-shirt, it's a solid event t-shirt, so you could wear that. Hey, if you were there, then yeah. If yeah. Uh, even if you're not there, fine. So head of the table, mm-hmm. acknowledge me. That's solid too. Yeah, they got some fine gear for uh, the, the Rome, as I would call him, the moment they finally pull the trigger on that name. Yeah. Uh, but all right, let's go to, over to AEW shop. This is going to be more fun. This is going to be fun. This is going to be more fun because, man, they really just go wild. <laughs> all right, let's start off with this, the top selling, then we'll go into new arrivals. So top selling items of the week. Top selling items of the week, I guarantee. Is it CM Punk? Is it CM, CM Punk? Punk and it's the, CM Punk. You buy yeah. that. You buy yeah, that. Yeah, you weird. would. CM Punk is, uh, here's the thing about CM Punk, it's unfair to compare any shirts to his shirts because they're all wearable. You could wear any CM Punk shirt. The first one, the ringer tee with the Chicago flag on there, on the side. Yeah, I had that one. That was wearable. No one really uh, paid any mind to it, except they wanted to know what best in the world meant. Told them it was best in the world. What are you going to do about it? Uh, You can Um, wear the CM Punk new anthem one. I like that one. It looks very, it looks fresh. I and mean, the shirts are reasonably shirt. priced too. They're like twenty four dollars. Not too bad. Yeah, that is a good shirt. Um, um FTR, FTR, you can Living wear. Legend, that's a fine shirt. That, that is, is a actually, fine shirt. It's a good retro looking shirt. It is. I love the FTR retro look. Um, Black will come back up with a bloody fist. Nope. No, can't nope. Do it. can't nope. wear it. Sorry, Cannot brother. But I'm not. It. I'm not trying to scare people off. Um, I mean, you could if you really want people not to talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a real. Um, oh, I fight people, and everyone's gonna look at you funny, and then one guy is gonna look at you in a different way and say, now, "I'll test that." If you're at Fight Club or UFC event or a wrestling event, 
You could wear that shirt. Here's the thing about all these shirts is at a wrestling event, they're all acceptable. <laughs> yeah, at a wrestling event, they're acceptable no matter what. But you could probably wear Black Cool Combat Club with like a couple buddies to fight night or something. Oh, yeah. And people are going to be like, what's that? Oh, that's that? interesting. And then you don't, you don't tell them about if you're at a USC event because then they start going, wrestling? Yeah. I watch the real stuff. Yeah. You could wear a Brock Lesnar shirt and no one's saying anything to you, though. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, they'll probably go, yeah, Brock, he's a bad guy. Brock is a bad dude. <laughs> Uh, Samoa Joe submission specialist, probably not, but it also hides submission specialist pretty well. The word, no yeah. way. The thing is, it's also clearly Samoa Joe, so it's also, I wouldn't wear it in public. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, it's just weird. I don't really like the hand gesture with it, with the yeah. O for Joe. It's not, it's not really a good shirt, if I'm being honest with like, you. Like, he's had better shirts. Speaking of better shirts, uh, not really shirts, but the pullover hoodie and the zip hoodie for Blackpool Combat. You can wear that anywhere. You'll wear that literally anywhere. Wear that on the way to the Octagon at a UFC event. Heck, you can wear this in classroom and people would not question it. It just looks like you're wearing a soccer club merchandise, really. Yeah, it is so low-key. It almost looks like a Call of Duty Black Ops. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it gives me that vibe. Uh. The Hardy shirt, um, this is a question mark for me. If it was me personally, I don't care. I'd probably wear it, but other people maybe not, mainly because of the blood over everything line. I personally wouldn't because I just don't like wearing someone's face on my shirt for the yeah, most part. That can um, be weird. Anything with the, like the Hardy logo, you can wear. Yeah. Um, House of Black, you could take no. that to a metal concert. That's about the only place I'll accept it. Especially with the bloody face mask. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're going to walk into the mosh pit with that on. People are going to be like, I don't want to mess with him. Yeah, and then the black best in the world shirt, you can wear that, no problem. The the general rule is CM Punk, probably you can wear it, yeah. All right, so new arrivals. Let's take a look at this. Oh, this should be good. Lee Moriarty, Tiger Style. Um, I really wouldn't wear it because it looks like a, a World Wildlife Fund shirt. So yeah, we don't support the WWF anymore. Yeah, we don't support that. Um, the Yuta shirt looks cool. Yeah, and you like here's the thing, and this is just um, I don't know, anime brain taking over is that if people saw that, they might also, if they're an anime watcher, think it'll be from an anime. It mainly mainly Sailor Moon. Yeah, that um, there was a movie that just came out, some Jujutsu Kaisen movie. I think they might yeah. think it's that because the main character's named Yuta in that. <laughs> so um, you could get away with that on many levels. You could get away with that. The Swerve Strickland shirt, um, it just gives me as a vibe as a movie shirt. I'm sure you've seen the movie The Wrestler, so that's what it kind of yes, gives me a vibe that, as. That is the vibe. I actually, that's perfect. Um, I, I probably wouldn't wear it just because it's just not that great of a shirt. It's not, it's not a good shirt. Nothing prominent about it. Uh, Daddy Magic, you cannot wear it because it's like Oh, magic my God. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might have to, ironically. That is wear that at the class, front row. That's hilarious. That shirt is hilarious. It was like the Johnny Drip Drip America's Moist Wanted shirts when oh, they sell them. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that, that shirt is uh, that's a joke shirt. You get a friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, same thing with the Fuego del, shirt, del Sol shirt. Um, I wouldn't support Fuego del Sol because he's a luchador from Alabama. So, no. I refuse to. 
It looks like a Kane shirt if Kane was much more upstanding and nice. <laughs> yes. Um, Team Taz, we build assassins. Okay. You had me up until the tagline. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's limited edition, too, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> it's limited edition. And it's still at $24.99. <laughs> Goodness. All right, next one. <laughs> Blackpool Combat Club no. spelled out in blood. No, we don't do that. We don't wear that. That's a lot of ketchup. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, oh, the new Tony Storm shirt doesn't look too bad, but where is the Tony Storm shirt? Oh, yeah. The problem, once again, is that she's on it, and I, that'll yeah. give you a couple different weird looks. Yeah, uh, um, same thing with the Jay Cardell shirt. You kind of like get little weird looks. Yeah, I mean, it's a good idea. <laughs> I um, like what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, Dan Allison. Um, why has he got teeth? Why is there teeth on his shirt? So Dan Housen carries teeth with him. Uh, that's part of the character. Oh, uh, okay. Explained yet. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't. Cor- Cornette knows about it when he found out about Dan Housen. He really wants to like Dan Housen. Um, the Hangman shirt is really outdated, so nothing incredible. You know what shirt? Uh, not shirt, but uh, I got it as a, a hoodie. The old uh, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend hoodie. <laughs> and here's my rationale: is that people who see that are going to think it's a Slipknot shirt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So either you're going to get wrestling fans going, oh wow, that's a bold move, or you're going to get Slipknot fans going, huh, I've never seen that member before. Uh, I just clicked on the t-shirt sections of AEW shop, and I'm hoping I get to see the ones I want to see here. Oh, no. We talked about them on previous shows. I hope, I hope we don't. I hope we don't see those. Oh, here we go. Violence. Bloody violence in the gray variant. Oh no. Daniel Bryan. Oh my God. Here's another one. I break backs for Willie Hobbs. Oh boy. Bloody <laughs> Cowboy Club. Man, some of these shirts are terrible. Wardlow destroy everyone. Oh, man. Uh, Spanish God and Brazilian Goddess Sammy and Conti just really prominent on this shirt. <laughs> hey, sorry, but we don't, we don't, we don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> we don't yeah. talk about Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti anymore. Ever since they made him replacement Cody and Brandy. Uh, Rogue to the court? Could you wear that with the William Regal shirt? Rogue to the court? No. No. Brass knuckles. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it looks like the SmackDown fist. <laughs> Minnesota nice, cooler than ice. I'm not I mean, from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're from Minnesota, you could wear that. Yeah, you could, actually. That's a good shirt for someone from Minnesota, but unfortunately, I'm not from Minnesota. From the graveyards of Tijuana, Thunder Rosa, Undisputed. And that's a lot of reading, but you could get away with it. I feel like the graveyards of Tijuana might get people going, what does that even mean? What? Yeah. Um, anything with the House of Black is a metal concert, like you said. Yeah, honestly, good vibe. Uh, I'm glad someone has that vibe here. <laughs> um, Santana and Ortiz, you can wear four for July time. Yeah, yeah, that one actually, that's a fine one. Uh, do you great wear the, the Britt Baker one? Uh, I mean, it's not blood, but <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. What is, is Walking this? Dead? 
what is the significance of that date for anyone else? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jericho Appreciation Society looks like a Warner Brothers logo. That is, uh, they're lucky they're owned, they run on Warner. <laughs> um, the yeah. Young Bucks splash, like the little paint t shirt. Yeah, you can wear that. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's clearly more modern. Oh, no. I see what we're coming up on. Oh, yeah. The bloody meet and greet t-shirt. Yeah, I am. Um... <laughs> or you can wear the regular meet and greet t-shirt. If you bought either of those, I have questions. <laughs> what if you buy both of those and wear them on the same day? I um, You better be doing a gag with it. You better be wearing a clean one first. Then you go down an alleyway, start screaming, and come back with the other one. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there's actually a couple um, ones I wanted to take a look at. There, there was a Orange Cassidy. Do you wear the classic yearbook photo one? Oh, I need to find it. I need to find it. Roster, come on. Speed up, guys. I just looked up Orange Cassidy. Okay, Orange, Orange, Orange Cassidy. I need to check the Miro ones later. Classic T-shirt yearbook. Where? I can't find that. Really? I'm struggling to find it. Oh, oh there it is. Yeah. Uh, that on a shirt. Um, make the shirt the same color as that background, and I'd think about it. Unfortunately, it's not, so no. Gotcha. Well, I uh, you're gonna you're gonna laugh when I say this. I have that shirt. <laughs> so you're saying I wish they would have made it the like same color as the background because it could have worked. It could have worked. Um, what else? Do you buy the the Happy holidays or whatever uh, sweatshirt for the holidays. That one actually, that's actually, yeah, that's the vibe I have at uh, holiday time. So, yeah, I yeah. would get that one. That about, one I might actually consider. What about the one next to it, the freshly squeezed orange one? That's next to it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know about freshly squeezed. I mean, <laughs> I you can wear one. the USA one on uh, the 4th of July and get away with that. I think wrestling has capitalized on the 4th of July market. Anybody's capitalized on that. Um, yeah, everybody's like, let's, let's just throw some uh, color schemes out there. You got it. I mean, it's the same thing with Christmas, too. A lot of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, I would get the Christmas one. <laughs> now, let's go to the classic Bullet Club shirt. Do you wear that in public? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that bought that shirt is nuts. <laughs> We're insane if you actually decided... Man, this shirt in this, <laughs> in this climate, I'm gonna wear that. All right, fellas. Imagine bagging the hangman version of the one more. There's a noose around its neck. No way, absolutely. Have you not, not. seen that one? Um, I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear it. <laughs> hangman page, bullet club. I'm gonna make sure I got this right. I wonder if they still got them because they're funny looking. Yeah, yeah so I there's am- why would they do this design? I don't There's know There's a bloody variant with one with a noose around his neck. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to avoid any <laughs> potential uh, controversy in my life. And wearing a shirt that says Bullet Club on it seems like a <laughs> great way to attract it. Uh, anything with Bullet Club. Now, do you wear NWO? Yes. What about Wolfpack version? The uh, just that is strange. Is there any blood on it? <laughs> no, it's just red and black. Uh, yeah, I would. 
All right. I, I, I wear the NWO one from occasion to occasion. Now, let's just look up D-Generation X shirts, and I want you to scroll through them. DX shirts. Oh, no. Really bad. This is going to be horrible. There are some good ones, and there are some bad ones. All right. There is one that says, suck it. It's a jersey. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to avoid... Uh... The one with it spray painted looks cool, but again, what does that even mean for most people? What does that even mean? Uh, there's the classic one with Sean and Triple H on a tank. Yeah, that one um, I also wouldn't wear. Um, for some reason, it has, I think, the American flag, but also they've desecrated it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I can't get behind that one. There's also um, a DX socket jersey. Yeah, that one is a big no. That one is a huge no. The back of <laughs> <laughs> what did the back did you see off? Um, it's a nice number they got on the back. Is all I'll say. <laughs> um, it made me consider for a second. Huh? Would I? <laughs> okay, could you a buy joke. any of the DX Army shirts where it just says DX Army on it? I uh, no. The the actual classic one where it's an x with degeneration through the middle is the only one i'd consider and even then it's uh iffy yeah what about the newest one where they're doing a two sweet symbol it's a skeleton bone. Uh, i i i just don't think i could wear a dx shirt <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a conclusion i've come to i can't wear a dx shirt all right uh go back to wwe shop and look up latino heat Please tell me they actually have the shirt of this one. That's they got variations of it. Oh, please tell me. Though there's one. There's just one that's perfect. Nah, they don't have the one. Yeah, they don't. You know the one I meant. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, kind of Scarface style. Yeah. That would have been the one I'd get. If I could find that, that is one I'd consider actually purchasing. I'd love the Latino board order. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest, these Eddie Guerrero shirts still aren't that bad. <laughs> still aren't. Do you wear the classic Macho Man shirt, the classic purple one where it just says Macho Man on it? Yeah, because Randy Savage kind of goes beyond wrestling, yeah. if we're being real. He kind of was bigger than wrestling at a point. Yeah. Um, here's another one. This is very controversial. Hulkamania shirt. No. Yes or no. no. No before, definitely no now. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so hot rod or rowdy. It can be construed as if you buy if you buy a rowdy rowdy piper shirt and it says rowdy on it, people are like, oh, that's Rhonda. No, I mean Roddy Piper though. I think the classic, the with the red kind of red ringer one. Yeah. That one, yeah, I would wear it and I would get mad if they said it was Rhonda. No, that's that's Rowdy Roddy Piper, you know. Yeah, because yeah. a couple years ago, I'm looking at Rowdy Roddy Piper right now. Um a couple years ago they did a similar shirt with Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it said that. Rowdy instead of Hot Rod on it. Rowdy I can at least get, but Hot Rod is that, that's Rowdy's. That's Rowdy right. Piper's. Any Ric Flair shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get in trouble. <laughs> All right. So we talked about a lot of men's wrestling shirts. Uh, we touched on a few women, but name, name your favorite women wrestlers right now. And would you wear their shirt? Uh, 
Oh, Becky. I wear the man shirt already. The man shirt? Okay, Becky. So let's let's look at Becky Lynch and see if she's got any cool shirts. At How's best, uh, someone gets like thinks that you're kind of uh, have an ego, and that's fine. I do. So yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem. You probably don't wear the welcome to the big time one with her with the sunglasses. Yeah, no, that's not one I would purchase. Oh, they have a replica jacket. That's wild. Ooh, they got the man's back in town, and then a that man's back in Vegas. Um, that one only works on one occasion. Yeah, um, the man shirts. Definitely buy. Um, like I said, you have one, so yeah. I mean, it's it's doesn't matter who like people who recognize it. Um, usually, again, it's Becky Lynch. She's kind of once yeah. again trans transcending wrestling a little bit. But um, yeah, it, I've had it recognized before. It, it was a pleasant conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you wear the Bailey shirt? The hugger. Uh, I'm a hugger. The old no, no, <laughs> no, no. I've got questions for people wearing that one. That's a bad shirt. <laughs> uh, you, you'll be proud of me. I don't have that. Ooh, the mower of lawn shirt back in the day with broken mat. <laughs> I have that one. I've worn it many times. The mower of lawn. That's actually just a good shirt in general. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! I just love wrestling shirts. What's another? What's another great wrestling shirt? Any MJF shirt? Would be another question. Oh, uh, I'll have to check the MJF shirts. I have to well. check. Them First too. of all, actually, no, because he's a detestable little scumbag. <laughs> but I'll check his shirts out anyway. I, I would buy the scarf. Not gonna lie. The scarf just looks nice. The scarf looks nice. Um better than you and you know it yeah that'll send a message you can get the i hate mjf shirt wait does that money go to him probably i can't i can't do that oh my gosh <laughs> mjf3 jera blow zero uh there's an mjf uh 2020 in a campaign style that says we deserve better and uh, i mean that sends a message i guess would <laughs> be funny um there's one that just says mid and i'm i'll be honest i'd consider that one because it I just says that. mid i i consider the dog collar mat shirt where it's punk it's kind of like a it's kind of like a promotional shirt i'd wear that oh yeah i mean a lot of these of course it, it makes it th- seem like you went to the event and for yeah. that no one's really going to judge it'll be like oh you went to that good for you could get the three-peat champion shirt but that people will be asking well what's a three-peat champion um i'll tell them the lakers in the early 2000s um ooh, my hanukkah is better than yours what does that mean <laughs> oh no that is something. Um, I don't think you could wear the Jerablow shirt. Um, yeah, because, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it says Jerablow on it. Um, better than you, MJF? Probably not. The Four Pillars. Yes, you could wear that. Four Pillars. Where's the Four Pillars shirt on here? There's also one with uh, Britt Baker instead of MJF. You could wear that one, too. Yeah, because, you know, MJF, not really a pillar, you know. You can wear either of those pillar shirts. Um, anything where it says better than you and you know it, probably not. You could, but, you know. 
You could um, be prepared. <laughs> yeah, um, th- those are just a few wrestling shirts. You got any other wrestling shirts in mind that we should check out? Um, no, I, I don't think I do. Uh, the, well, back uh, Daniel Bryan, the yes, yes shirts. Ooh, yeah, Daniel Bryan, yes shirts. Oh, okay, those were some good ones too. I think you could have wore those because they just say yes. Now the, wear a coat with it so no one has to see the back. Yeah. Um, there's also some of them where it says, uh, like, they're like campaign little ones where it says yes. <laughs> I wear that. The yes movement ones? Yeah, the yes movement ones. They're inspired by, I believe, Shea Guevara shirts. <laughs> I wear that. I think I would too because it's funny. Uh, what's the one something with your dreams i wouldn't wear that what what is it what is it oh yes 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 fight for your dreams yeah i wouldn't really wear that any shirt that doubles as a motivational message i am not in support of now let's say you go to a fun run where it's like a good charity event you could wear that sure (laughs) yeah um the plant one probably not because it kind of looks weird it yeah. looks like the tree's flipping off the person. Yeah, I, I don't... Again, wrestling shirts, I think I've given a little too much grief. I think overall, they're okay. Yeah. But you can wear again, any AEW logo shirt. You can wear any WWE logo shirt, which I'd be surprised if you did. Um, yeah, I, I think um, it, it's a good 30% are really wearable. <laughs> yeah, a really good 30%. The NWO ones... They're classics. Um, you can find them for cheap too. I think WWE has them on like constant clearance sale for some reason, which is weird to think about. We're always trying to get rid of this WCW merch. Uh, I love the yes, and then on the back it says the Planet's Champion. <laughs> that one just uh, <laughs> I don't know what I would make of that if I saw that without knowing what wrestling was. Ooh, really quick, The Rock. We gotta look at The Rock. Oh yeah, let's see. We forgot about the rock. Oh, rock. Oh, these are not. <laughs> I looked up the rock and I forgot to put t-shirts. Yeah, put in the rock. Um, probably can't wear the boots to you know. Yeah, um, the bull ones I also wouldn't wear because they're just kind of yeah weird. Just bring it, maybe. Maybe. Kind of seems like a Nike slogan though. Yeah, um, the people's champ, The Rock, um, that makes it pretty clear what you want in the shirt's not offensively yeah. horrible. I bring it, no, 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 yeah, I get that. Lay the smack it down. Sorry, no. Oh, uh, you know, the AJ Styles one where it says they don't want none on the back of the shirt, yeah, I have that. Uh, <laughs> um, team bring it with the like uh, American flag for the letters. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, sure. I can't believe I forgot about this. Any John Cena shirt. They're basically wash and repeat. And I'm going to tell you, no to all of them. <laughs> what about Thugonomics John Cena shirts? Maybe. Maybe. Big maybe. <laughs> if you're a kid, you can wear them because that's acceptable if you're a kid. I'll tell you what, I didn't accept it when the kids wore John Cena shirts around me. <laughs> I was wearing my CM Punk Best in the World shirt, and I told them about how big of a mark they were. <laughs> um, some of the recent Jeff Hardy shirts with the weird logo you could wear where it's like the face. That's also his autograph, too, which is 
kind of weird to think about. Um, you could wear some of those. Uh, maybe not the old TNA ones with his face on it, half it painted. Just don't wear a TNA shirt. Come on. <laughs> or, or the face paint one where there's three, like it's three rows of face painted Jeff Hardy, and it's like it kind of looks weird. Listen, do yourself a favor. Don't wear a TNA shirt. <laughs> don't wear a TNA shirt. Oh, you could wear the classic face paint one where it's just one big giant face paint that would be sold for a bit. Um, you can wear the vintage immune to few uh, immune to few uh, immune to fear shirt back in 09. You could wear that. I don't know. I feel like that's a challenge if somebody scare you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to get some guy to pop out of a trash can with a mask on to scare me. Um, any Hardy Boy shirt with a logo, you can just wear. So it's just yeah. a cool look. Yeah, that logo just works. That logo looks cool. I've had many people say it's a battle axe, though. Huh. <laughs> yes. Because I've worn the pendant before, and people are like, is that a battle axe around your neck? And I'm like, no. I'm looking at uh, Edge shirts. And, oh, um, Edge shirts. Are you on a um, regular website or WWE shop? Because the WWE shop doesn't have the old one from 2009. Uh, I'm looking at the shop one, and none of them, none of them are wearable. Uh, really? The icon last one? I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. But if you want to confuse people, you could wear it. Radar Superstar one. I mean, that sends some kind of message, I guess. Now, do you get the mini replica Edge Spinner title belt? <laughs> they have the spinner the old one mini one mini one too so it like fits on your wrist maybe maybe just for fun <laughs> that oh belt lasted God. about two minutes just a hardcore legends one. Oh, the poster gosh oh my gosh um what about the classic edge one from 2009 where it's literally just a, a hand holding a heart uh, I can't see that one. I'm gonna have the 2009. No, n- n- no. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> there we go. The vintage. What about Christian? Oh man, we're gonna have to go back in time for some of those shirts. Like classic Christian Cage right now. 2005 give me a 2005 no that's just gonna actually christian is hard to type in on google without finding different shirts <laughs> well oh, let's go to christian cage surprise uh, the captain charisma one i would get yes i i wear that um would you get the outwork everybody shirt no because i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> i stay true to myself he hasn't outworked anybody lately. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Any Matt Hardy where it says delete. Um. <laughs> there's some certain a- ones that are good, and then there's just some really bad ones. Um. Delete. 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 Uh. I feel like I just look sound like a deranged writer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Mm, most of them want to say no. Yeah, most of them you can say no to. Um, the all delete one where it's like, oh, someone's all elite, but no, he's all delete. You could wear that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's a nice plan of words. But any other, any other shirts? 
you got in mind before I think I think I'm out <laughs> I'm out too like you said there's like a really good 30 to 40 percent you can wear and then there's like a good 60 to 70 where you just can't yeah it's a uh make sure you really like the wrestler if you're gonna get a bad shirt okay if you're gonna get a bad shirt if you're gonna get a bailey i'm a hugger shirt you better be sure you're a hugger yeah and also you better be prepared to be judged harshly by everyone you encounter for the next week yes if not every time you wear the shirt or if you're uh wearing a matt hardy mower of lawn shirt that one um i think you could just wear I've worn that one so many times and gotten some weird looks because it also says delete on the back of it. Yeah, I mean, people are just like, what does that even... And then you look at the front and you're even more confused. Okay, so it says delete and then the front says mower of law. I don't understand any of this. it's a picture of Matt on a lawnmower. I'm I'm at a loss for words is what you get after that. I mean, and rightfully so. Oh my goodness. Man. So, uh, you got any closing remarks before we end out the show? Um, this card better it better live up to my expectations because they're very high. It better live up to my expectations too. I'm gonna skip studying to watch it. So, but anyways, this has been Concerto episode 16. Stay Concerto, stay frisky. Remember, if you have problems, just hit it with a Concerto.